0: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. (laughs) Hello, chickens. More of your thoughts and theories about what's going on with Doctor Who. Um... So, before I get into uh, an amazing theory from Cassidy, which comes from back when I took a little break from the show. So, I can't remember whether I've addressed it or not. But if I have, we're readdressing addressing it. Um, but before that, um, a different James than our uh, lovely James who sends us our hilarious scenes. Um, another James says, Just venting. I'm trying to do the right thing and not use VPNs. But I haven't had a classic Who fix since it left BritBox. <laughs> I know I should have the DVDs, but I don't even have a player and I haven't in years. Oh, I really miss the classic Doctor Who. Um, sad face emoji. I I understand Jones Inc for classic Doctor Who. Um, uh, and he says, on the other hand, I've been hyper fixated on these name every episode quizzes and has posted a couple of links uh, into the Adam Richard Has A Theory Facebook group. Um, they're... Bonkers, and I'm going to attempt one of them um, when I have time, which will be in a couple of weeks. Um, I went to do it this morning and I'm like, oh no, mother doesn't have time for that. Uh, But yeah, have a a look if you want to jump on that. Um, Someone has replied to that with a link to the Internet Archive which has a couple of classic episodes of Doctor Who floating around in it. Um, I'm looking forward to the colour restoration of the Daleks, um, which somehow is jettisoning an entire hundred minutes of story. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, if you want to get some classic Doctor Who, um, you can probably find them on the internet archive. There's also... Reconstructions there of episodes So if you wanted to watch the uh, original Toymaker um, That is available there Uh, I don't know if it's the one with the completely racist
1: uh,
0: (laughs) audio um, Or whether it's the more sanitised version Who knows Uh, I've not watched it But fair warning, could be terrifying Um, But yeah, the... It's uh, – the the Internet Archive has a lot of stuff on there, which, you know, I think is not meant to be there, but then if no one's told them it's not there, I don't know. Just jump on it while it's still working. Um, but, yeah, I uh, – <laughs> Rob also says, I want into the Hooniverse. How can we access BBC iPlayer here? Getting a VPN seems the only way. It is technically uh, the only way, um, but also, like – the, the, morally, <laughs> it's a, a difficult situation Because what you're meant to do it, The reason the British people get BBC iPlayer Is because they pay, um, I think it's a couple of hundred pounds a year To their TV licence, which goes to fund the BBC um, So by accessing it, you're ba- you're pretty much not paying for it um, It's like... Stealing Netflix essentially by getting a VPN to watch uh, BBC iPlayer. Um, I yeah. I I also would love to see Tales of the Tardis. Um, they are as has been pointed out on the Adam Richard has a theory Facebook group uh, available on YouTube and various places. So you can find them um, in various places. There is a, a David Tennant hosted documentary about. The classic series, uh and you know, the various doctors. Uh, I think like that one feels like it's been made to sort of catch people up who've not really watched before. Um also the 60th anniversary concert. Uh speaking of which, uh James has posted about, um, said uh, he had to listen to the 60th anniversary concert and has thoughts. Um, Thought number one, it was fabulous to, to hear the classic series medley and to have the original music reproduced so faithfully I'd love to hear a contemporary performance of Peter Howell's version of the theme though With just enough extra welly to make up for the limitations of 1980s broadcast quality Yeah, I, oh my god, here's a horrific confession I think I have somewhere still the seven inch single Um, Of that theme It came out uh, Originally with Tom Baker's head on it And then was reissued With Peter Davison's head But it's a vinyl single Of um, the Doctor Who theme As uh, created by Peter And it's in stereo Unlike the television version Which was a mono, mono, mono Um, But yeah, I loved that single I also had a tape (laughs) A cassette tape called Doctor Who the Music, and there was Doctor Who the Music 2, which was a lot of um, sea devils and uh, Earthshock Cybermen. So blee, 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 blee. Gung, 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 gung. Um, that's me doing my impression of classic series music. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was mad for that. Um, James also says, uh, number two, I prefer Sagan Akinola's Who music to Murray Gold's in a live situation like this. It has a lot more subtlety and the pieces are more complete. Murray Gold's music is catchy as hell and has been earworming me all week, but many of his themes feel like accompaniments in search of a melody. Perhaps the idea is that the melody is what is happening on screen. Oh. Oh that's a cute idea. Uh when he does write a proper song, proper song, Abigail's theme for instance, the results can be pretty great. There's no denying though, Gold's music succeeds brilliantly in its intended role. Um uh and then number 3 having said that, I think that Ruby's theme is beautiful, especially the initial statement of the theme on piano, dreamy. Oh yeah, it's kind of like a waltz, Ruby's theme, isn't it? It's very uh Kind of, yeah, it's really beautiful um, Number four Gotta love the bold compositional choice Of having a bass clarinet honking away As the driving force of Shooty was theme I really like the 15th Doctor's theme Like it felt I know I said this last last time But it felt like a, a 60s action show, um, like one of those ITN shows, like the, one of those kind of, all, or, or even a Jerry Anderson thunderbirds kind of vibe. Um, uh, James says, the new version of the theme is definitely another version of the theme and likely to sound quite different in the official version come November. And he says, number six, Russell, Russell T. Davis is such a charmer. Uh, yeah, very sweet. All right, now it's on to Cassidy's uh, theory, um, which I'm very excited about. So excited about it might bleed over to the next episode. But Cassidy says, medium-time listener, first-time commenter. Um, by the way, this is from weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Uh Cassidy says, so this first part isn't a groundbreaking realisation. I heard it over on Mr. Tardis's live stream. See, I told you, there's heaps of podcasts and streams if you want them. Uh, Cassidy says, in the latest trailer for the 60th anniversary specials, the moment they revealed the names, there was an image on some big screens in the shot with a puppetish face on them. Is it possible that this puppet is Stooky Bill, a puppet head used to test an early prototype of television in the 20s, uh, Stooky being Scott slang for a form of plaster Paris used to make him? Um, uh, I think you are absolutely correct there, Cassidy, because I did read, um, was it in Doctor Who magazine this month um, or somewhere, that John Logie Baird is a character in one of the forthcoming specials, played by the same actor who played John Logie Baird in Nolly, which is uh, the Russell T. Davis series about um, Noel Gordon, who was in a TV show called Crossroads and was fired and it was a whole thing. And she did some, you know, when she was a young actor, did some a performance or was, you know, like did some test footage with John Logie Baird when he was testing his version of colour television. Um, uh, and, you know, as we all know in Australia, the our preeminent television awards <laughs> named after him, but his middle name, I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, John Logie Baird uh, is a character so very much his little puppet that he used for his test broadcasts very well could be that face on the screen um so cassidy's theory uh she says um uh we've previously seen technology throw back to a first signal before uh for instance in father's day when the reapers attack the wedding um and creates the time wound uh, one of the guests tries to use a phone but all they can get on the line is watson come here i need you which, as Christopher Eccleston points out, it is, is the first phone call made by Alexander Graham Bell, which Cassidy calls famed eugenicist us hat. <laughs> you made me say a swear word. Um, but Cassidy says, is it possible that there's some sort of time anomaly going on in the giggle? And as unlikely, I think it would be for the Reapers to reaper appear. Oh, hello. Uh, it's worth thinking about. Oh. I like this. Has something is something about the doctor meeting Donna going to cause a rift in time that causes the Reapers to appear along with Stooky Bill and the Toy Maker. This is quite the theory. Oh, what do we think about it? Please let me know. Uh, jump on the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group or message me on Patreon. Oh my God, I'm very excited. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Ando. And I'm Fer. And we host Niña Niña Bien Bien Podcasts.